G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Travelling through a time of trial, it's not all that easy to follow Jesus with confidence. Is there something that we can do to experience that confidence in Him when the going gets tough? Well, as things turn out, there is, and it's pretty simple too. It's great to be with you again today as we chat together about how, exactly how, to lay hold of our confidence in Christ when we're in the middle of a period of some adversity. And can I tell you, as we've chatted about Hannah's story so far this week, it hasn't just been for you, because right now I'm going through a tough time in the life of our ministry, Christianity Works. It's just what happens when you step up and step out to serve God. See, we expect things always to go swimmingly well. We expect things always to be on the up and up. And when they aren't, the easiest thing for us to do is to imagine that somehow we're a failure. But life's full of the old one step forward, two steps back shuffle, isn't it? Sometimes it's because we've made mistakes. Okay, so let's learn from them and move on. Other times it's because life's just like that and things happen that are completely outside our control. And when things are on the up and up, we're really happy to let everyone know how well things are going. Obviously, we must be pretty clever. Obviously, God must be blessing us. So we we don't mind telling people about it, right? But when we're on the back foot, when, when we're going through that rough patch, we mostly try to keep it to ourselves. It's almost like we're ashamed about it. But that's not what the Bible teaches. Have a listen. Romans chapter 5, verses 3 to 5. And not only that, but we boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character. Character produces hope. And hope doesn't disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. Quite a different concept, boasting in our sufferings. But it's all about letting God have his way with us. So let's take a look at the next part of Hannah's story in our quest to discover how to develop that quiet confidence in Jesus during our times of suffering, the sort of confidence that has us boasting in our suffering like the Apostle Paul. Way out, crazy guy that he was. So picking up Hannah's story thus far, she's been through a terrible time of trial, childless, despised because she's barren, and so she went to God and poured her heart out to him. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 9-11. to 11. After they'd eaten and drunk at Shiloh, Hannah rose and presented herself before the Lord. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting at the seat beside the doorpost of the temple of the Lord. She was deeply distressed, and she prayed to the Lord, and she wept bitterly. She made this vow. Lord of hosts, if only you will look on the misery of your servant and remember me, and not forget your servant, but you'll give your servant a male child, then I will set him before you as a Nazarite until the day of his death. He shall drink neither wine nor intoxicants, and no razor shall touch his head. And that prayer, as it turned out, verse 18, gave her such peace. The woman went back to her quarters. She ate and she drank with her husband, and her countenance was sad no longer. I cannot 
begin to tell you the number of times that I have gone to God in distress about something, some great drama or problem, some great obstacle in the ministry or blockage in a relationship, something causing me distress and pain, and prayed about it only to discover God's peace. This Bible verse I'm going to share with you is absolutely pivotal in my walk with Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Don't worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So if you hear me coming back to that verse again and again, It's because it beats in my heart as an absolute truth. This promise that if instead of worrying, I go to God with a thankful heart and I just pour it all out to him the way Hannah did, the peace of God will guard my heart and my mind. And friend, that's exactly what happened to Hannah. That's what happened to Paul on death row over a thousand years later. That's what happens to me every time I dare to live out and act and pray out that promise. Two thousand years on, And that's what will happen to you when you believe this verse, this truth, with your very life. The peace of God will be restored to you. The confidence that you have in Jesus will grow. It's like it's a gift from God. It's so incredibly special. Friend, please listen to me today. God doesn't want you to be afraid. As he said to Joshua at a difficult time in his ministry, be strong and courageous. That's God's will for your life and mine. Strength and courage. Now, I'm a pretty strong sort of character, but let me boast here in my sufferings. When I'm going through a tough patch, I have to tell you, I don't feel strong. I don't feel courageous. When fear grips my heart, I feel weak and worthless just the way you do. The only thing that makes a difference is praying, pouring out my heart to God, trusting in his word. Can I say it again in case you missed it? Because this is the crux of it. This is the heart of it. This is how you receive God's confidence. The only thing that makes a difference is praying, pouring out my heart to God and trusting in his word. It made a difference to Hannah too. She had peace. Her countenance was sad no longer. Hallelujah. Isn't that what you're looking for? The confidence in Christ to replace your sadness and fear in times of trouble? But it didn't stop there. God blessed her. God honoured her because she honoured him. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 19 to 28. So they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord. Then they went back to their house at Ramah. Elkanah knew his wife Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. In due time Hannah conceived and bore a son. She named him Samuel, for she said, I have asked him of the Lord. The man Elkanah and his household went back up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and to pay his vow, but Hannah didn't go up. For she said to her husband, As soon as the child is weaned, I will bring him, that he may appear in the presence of the Lord and remain there forever. I will offer him as a Nazarite for all time. Her husband Elkanah said to her, Do what seems best to you. Wait until you've weaned him. Only may the Lord establish his word. So the woman remained and nursed her son until she weaned him. When she had weaned him, she took him up with her, along with a three-year-old bull, an ether of flour, and a skin of wine. She brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh, and the child was young. Then they slaughtered the bull, and they brought the child to Eli. And she said to him, O my Lord, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who is standing here in your presence, praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me the petition that I made to him. Therefore I have sent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he is given to the Lord." 
she left him there for the Lord. My friend, you and I serve a good God. He honours those who honour him. It distresses me so greatly when I see people travelling through the difficult times of their lives, people who earnestly believe in Jesus, but they struggle so much to make it through. And so I ask them, tell me about your prayer life right now. Tell me about your Bible reading right now. And they tell me, oh, I don't pray, it's too hard. Oh, I don't read my Bible. Two things that are so simple, two things that open the way for the Lord to pour his spirit and his peace and his power and his confidence into your heart. And they're not doing those things. Why? It's so simple. God's promise is true. God doesn't want you to be afraid. God doesn't want you to lack confidence in him. God doesn't want you just to listen to some preacher tell you platitudes about having faith. God wants you to experience his faithfulness in the middle of your trials. God wants you to know in your own experience how faithful he is. And the way we lay hold of that confidence is by doing what Hannah did, pouring it all out to him and trusting in the word of the Lord. God's promises are true. He wants to bring peace and confidence and courage into your heart. He really does. to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is powerfulprayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time Monday, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.